Do you plan to vote this November, Jason? Uh, yeah. Do you? Uh, well, yes, of course I do. But, you know, a lot of forces are in play. Uh, let me to... guess. You get all your information from Facebook. No, I get it all from Alex Jones, uh, Infowars.com. You only you get all your information from memes. Oh, and memes. Oh. But yeah, uh, there's a lot of misinformation going around. Memes, speaking of memes, that's part of the misinformation campaign. There are a lot of forces at play trying to hack our elections as well. That's scary stuff, isn't it? Are you afraid? Isn't it weird? Our, our democracy is under siege. Does it does it make you does you feel uh, how do you feel about that? Concerned. You're, you're uh, I'm concerned. Is, is it a healthy concern or a oh shit? I better pack my bags and move to Zimbabwe. Uh, well, I wouldn't go to Zimbabwe. Why not? It's still a country, but they, they just got running water. It's fantastic. I'm concerned. You're concerned. Yeah, and we well, have to you, do, all have, do our part. You've got great reason to be concerned. We'll explain, and uh, everybody needs to be extra vigilant and looking out during this election cycle because there's a, just a lot of misinformation. We'll tell you how to spot it and what to do when you see it. Immediately dial nine one one. No, don't do that. <laughs> Do not do that. Don't immediately. <laughs> Excuse me. My my uh, aunt just posted a meme saying that Bernie Sanders had a heart attack and then uh, like sliced open his left leg and has to be amputated. Nine one one. I don't know. Can you? Uh, it's it's scary though, isn't it? Scary. It's concerning. I wouldn't say scary. It's concerning. And then we'll lighten it up with a little story about porn stars. Your favorite. There's this new law that is being proposed by Democrats, a Democrat lawmaker, which I thought was uh, kind of shocking. That is uh, that may require porn stars to be fingerprinted to do their jobs. They have to go in a database of uh, a, uh, of just of I don't know. What we'll you call get it? Into a, ver- it. a very sexy database. Let's get it. We'll get into it. And employers judge potential candidates mostly by their looks, according to a new study. And this is something that Jason and I as hiring managers might have a little something to say or a little perspective on. Mm. Right. <laughs> Let's find out if either of us are, are complete maniacs. It's news to us. It's news to us. With Eddie and Jason. Follow us on Twitter if you haven't yet. It's news to us. We're live on Adobe Radio. one 99 adobe as well. Give that phone number a call. Man, over the weekend, so I was moving, and, uh, you know, moving is never fun. Never a fun thing. It's uh, an undertaking. Well, I think you have the wrong perspective on it. Like, you should, oh see, my it God. As, you should see it as a cleanse. Like, you can get oh, rid of stuff oh, that no, you don't yes. use. You're right. That part I did enjoy. I got rid of so many things. Right. Probably at least uh, six or seven big, you know, those big black trash bags. Got Why do you got to be racist? Filled those up <laughs> and threw those out. And it, it did feel good to get rid of things. Well, there you go. See? But over the weekend, though, so it's like Murphy's Law. You know Murphy's Law? No. That that says that things will go wrong at the most inopportune times be, just because. And so Murphy's Law over the weekend, uh, as, as the moving was going on, all of Adobe's servers went nuts. And... Mm. Uh, 
we we couldn't upload shows and we had Dropbox issues and all these hosts were reaching out to me and they were like, you know, because I'm in charge of all the hosts here on Adobe. So they were all reaching out to me and they're like, help me, help me, help me, help me. 911, So my phone's blowing up with all these people. You have no. While I'm trying to lift an ottoman. Eh. And very heavy, these ottomans these days. Where do they put these ottomans? <sighs> Wait, do you have an ottoman? No. Yeah, you don't. I really wish I did. Do you? I should. All right. Anyway. Yeah, I should get one. You should. Everybody should have an ottoman. Mm. Mm. That's a new rule. As mm. uh, as your favorite would say. What's his name again? New rule. Who does Bill, Bill what? Who does the new rules? Help me out. Oh, here. Bill Maher. Yes. Jesus Christ. My favorite. <laughs> you love Bill Maher. He's not your favorite? He's my idol. I worship him. Yeah. Yeah. I pray for him. So what's going on with you? Nothing. Yeah. It was uh, Katie, <laughs> our social media director slash your girlfriend's birthday. Today, actually, it's today is her birthday. Happy birthday to that Katie. is happening. Yes. Happy birthday, Katie. Jeez. I was trying to set you up. Hopefully she's not listening. Ah, oh, that's so awkward. <laughs> Look at the dedication. <laughs> I came to the show. <laughs> I was trying to set you up to wish her a happy birthday. So happy, uh, happy birthday, Katie. Uh, uh, edit this. Edit this. <laughs> edit this, please. What did you get for? Please edit this, you <laughs> fuckbag. What's wrong with you? Why would you do this? Who does this? Well, I, I was who, asking if you got her anything. Who does this? <laughs> She's like, not listening. Literally. Did you get her anything? Or No. I got her a new couch. Oh, that's cool. That's a, that's a big gift. Yeah. Yeah. That is actually a big gift. Mm-hmm. Where'd you put the couch? Uh, in the living room. <laughs> okay. Where do you put I your just, couch? Uh, in one of my many rooms I have in my giant sprawling mansion. You know, what's great is we took our old couch and we put it in her she shed. She has a she shed now. I love that. Yeah, uh, so now she has like a couch to hang out. Can you tell me more about the so a social media director, her name is Katie, if you follow its news to us, and she's always posting a lot of great things. She goes viral at least twice a day. And she she created her own shed, a she shed. She converted her garage into a, it's like a craft area. Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, it's a crafting area. Yeah, hang it, out. Mm-hmm. When you say, when she says crafting, I would love to talk to her more about her she shed. I wish you were on the line right now. What kind Are you of interested in creating your own she shed? Yeah, I would love. I would love to have a she shed. You want to do my some own. arts and crafts, or am I allowed to go into her she shed? Absolutely, or yeah. What happens? Is it crocheting? What kind of crafts? Or is no, it more like, like protest signs? Uh, she does signs uh, right now. She's focused. She has two friends who are getting married, so she's uh, working hard on creating decorations for those. So she's in charge of the decoration, and she's not even an interior decorator. I- well, I don't know if it's interior decorator or wedding plan. Yeah, you know, whatever. She's just helping them. She's being a good friend, a good person, and helping her friends. Oh, that's nice of her. Yeah. All right. Well, her friends are getting married at a very rough time in this country because I don't know if you'd want to get married and start a family right now because uh, of the way things are looking, especially with our upcoming election. Let's talk about that. The Dirty Deeds. An in-depth look at this week's most important stories. Election interference and disinformation is running amok. Again. Oh. I mean, you you could argue that it hasn't stopped since 2016. Well, you can't only not argue that, but that's been said by our intelligence committee or community. 
They've said that the interference has not stopped since DJT was elected. Russia is actively interfering in our election. And it's, do you see, have you noticed these bots around? Have you seen any of this disinformation? Oh, absolutely. I go through our Twitter followers and block tons of people. <laughs> so you're saying that some of our followers are actually Russian trolls? Well, our real followers are real people, but there are accounts that are following us that are, in fact, bots. And you've, you've identified these bots. I've identified and neutralized the threat, sir. All right. You're like the Orkin man. So you're finding these little roundup and how do you know if they are Russian bots? How do I know? Oh, Oh, this is uh, interesting. How I know is uh, how many people follow them when their accounts were created. And also if um, the profile picture is of a actual person or if it's, uh, you know, a scenery. So when you say when the profile was created, do you say if, so do you think if the profile was created, uh, Within just, the, just recently, recently. yeah, and, and it has and like, like five thousand tweets, and it's following you know DJT. so many people, and there's two people following it. Right. Okay. That's a red flag. So once you identify these bots, so then your team goes in and neutralizes it. Uh, how do you ultimately neutralize these? Uh, report and block. Report. Report. So you you say, block. hey I Jack report. Dorsey, I found one. <laughs> You know, you know what, uh, and we'll get into a little bit, but you know what Twitter and Facebook should do is reward people for recognizing bots, right? I, they should reward us for everything we do on these platforms. It'd be crowdsourced policing. Uh, yeah. And I, if I you like have, that. yeah. And it, it's like a reward. Like if you, if, you know, 10,000 people report one person as a, or one account as a bot, then those people will get something. I think you're onto something. Well, late last week, the New York Times reported that the intelligence, the House Intelligence Committee, they uh, they briefed, they were briefed about Russia interfering with the presidential race, trying to get Trump ele- reelected. And um, what? This is also at the same time. A day later, they said that uh, the Intelligence Committee said that Russia was also trying to get Bernie Sanders elected, and he and his campaign was briefed a month ago. So what do we have going on here, which is interesting. So apparently Russia is trying to get uh, Trump elected and also Bernie Sanders at the same time. Yeah, Russia prefers <laughs> I, Russia. What's, what's what going they're saying on is Russia prefers Trump because he's, quote, friendly to Russian oh, interests. But Bernie Sanders, he honeymooned in Moscow. <gasps> what? Okay. No, but what's really going on here? So why why are they putting why are both so Bernie Sanders is currently the front runner. We don't know if he's going to get the nomination, but he's currently the front runner for the Democrats. And why are we being told that Russia wants to get Bernie Sanders and Trump elected? Why are we being told this? They think that Trump can beat Bernie Sanders in a general election because of Bernie Sanders uh so socialistic uh, democratic policies. I don't know that that's the answer. You don't? I think that the answer is, is that Russia is just trying to sow chaos into our election and our electoral system and make everybody not have any faith in it. Now, uh, sidetrack a little bit. Do you yeah. know anyone who like fully supports Bernie Sanders? Me. What? Uh, I'll tell you that right, right he, now. I, he, I do is your, he is your fr- first choice. Absolutely. At this really? point. Really? Yes, I'm all in. Oh, you're a Bernie bro. Now, I I would love Elizabeth wow. Warren. 
You were the I'm, first person I have met I'm that not, actually I'm liked Bernie. Do you disagree with anything that he says? Let me ask you that question. Or do you just think he's a loud, obnoxious? Well, I think he's loud and obnoxious. I don't think he has, uh, like, he has good buzzwords and, like, good, like, uh, headliners. But, like, when you actually ask him, like, how he's going to pay for Medicare for all, like. Wealth tax. And actually, Medicare for all will save money. He needs to go. According to 22 different independent studies. We're going to save $450 billion a year. this is what Russia wants, right? They want us to, you and me, we're. Yeah being uh divided if we're when divided we fail that's what russia wants that's what they're trying to do they're trying to split the democratic party uh yes in, in favor of uh getting djt elected once again yeah exactly but you know whoever the nominee is i mean as long as it's not blumberg i i think we'll be whoa, okay. whoa so back up so if it's blumberg are you going to say you're not voting for him? Of course I'll vote for him. But you know what I find to be weird is Blumberg was a Republican turned Democrat. And then Trump was a Democrat re- turned Republican. And they're both billionaires. They're both opportunist they, businessmen. Okay, is DJT one's, one's a billionaire? A billion on paper, allegedly. Uh, we don't know that. We don't really know. I wouldn't say he's, he's a billionaire audit. unless I know. Yeah. Right now, he's just a con man to me. But I mean, election security is, I mean, this is a touchy subject and going into the election, I feel like it's something that we need to be talking about. Not only the election security, but the disinformation campaign, which is what we want to get into first is the disinformation election security. We can talk about later because some some hackers actually ran this simulation on how they can disrupt our elections. Pretty scary. We'll tell you exactly how they, they did that and how uh, our elections could be thwarted and it's not how you think we'll explain in a minute but the with the disinformation campaign like what are we what are we talking about when we say disinformation campaign disinformation is out outright lies um posted on um social media uh in 2016 it seemed to to be paid content um and were there the the bad actors um uh, posting disinformation. When you say bad actors, so it's like it's like, from what I understand, it's like a group of Russian nerds well, that be, get together in a like it's a, not just a hotel Russia. room. It's not just Russia, and they get on their uh, Hewlett Packards and they start making fake Facebook accounts. It's not just yes, that is uh, one example, but it's only yeah. on Hewlett Packards does this work. By the way, bad actors. I mean, it's a it's a slew of different uh, countries and individuals. And, and groups of people. What other countries are involved here? I thought it was just Russia. It's Russia, uh, China, Venezuela, uh, North Korea, China. Okay. They're all. They're all. That's just countries. But they, you know, they they pay they pay for the con, you know, posts to go viral on. So Facebook these are promoted posts, they're promoted and posts. They look like they're coming from individuals. And the scary thing is, is these people will friend you on Facebook. I mean, like our audience isn't using effing Facebook. I mean, I, they, they are maybe, no. I mean, a lot of us have Facebook accounts. I really want to delete mine. I don't know why I know why I have is it. because it's, I'm linked to like the Adobe radio Facebook and I need to make sure we manage that all properly. And, but I personally never, I stopped posting on Facebook about a year ago, two years ago, even I never use it. But anyways, I recently saw you post something on one of our friends, uh, Okay, uh, I might comment here. Uh-huh, and there. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. So that's a lie. 
Uh, was that misinformation or disinformation? What you just said? <laughs> that was uh, that was disinformation. That was I was hacked. I was hacked for a second there. Okay, a Russian got in my brain. Oops! It happens to the best of us. Got an earworm. I totally lost my train of thought, though. What was I even saying? I, I felt like I had a good point. Uh, I, but now I don't know what I was talking about. Well, That's thank totally God, because it probably wasn't a good point if you forgot. But the disinformation campaign is happening. It's like when you're, I mean. It's th- memes th- that. Uh, but here's the, here's the thing. Everybody creates this bubble, though. This uh, this bubble, this this confirmation bias where when you have people in your Facebook friend group and they post things that you disagree with, you're, you get really turned off by it and you unfriend these people. And then after a while, you only have friends who are posting the same sort of thing. We don't have to unfriend them because that's just a jerk move. Okay, just you block you or you, you uh, mute them or whatever. Yeah, you unfollow them or I don't know what the word is, but yeah. You just, you, you, you so stop getting, your, yeah. Exactly. So everybody ends up, so the, the circles get smaller and smaller of the disinformation. And after a while, don't you think this is going to spin out? Like, this is kind of what I'm thinking is like, Sure, this this Facebook misinformation campaign is going on now, but don't you think these circles are getting smaller and smaller, these confirmation biases? I mean, I like going. I feel safe when I go on my Twitter or on my uh, Facebook <laughs> timeline yeah. and That's everything. only people agrees. who agree with me. Yeah. I thought everyone was on the same page. Is that not true? Your Flat Earther Society page? Oh. Yes. I thought, no, you're not really a Flat Earther. I would you not. don't know that. Please leave if you are. Just walk out. <laughs> I'll right. do the rest of the show by myself. He's leaving. Bye. Folks, he's gone. <laughs> the earth is flat, according to Jason. He's walking out the door. Oh, he's back. Okay. We'll talk about it later. But what's so... Not all this is coming from Russia, China. Where else? Is it, so in America, this is actually happening, too? I thought this was interesting. Yeah, so homegrown disinformation is uh, becoming more and more uh, uh, dangerous and actually maybe a bigger threat than Russia really? or foreign governments in general. Why, why homegrown? Why is it a bigger threat? Um, you know, you put me on the spot here. I have an example. So uh, recently the Iowa caucuses that happened at the beginning of this month, uh, a group called judicial watch, which is a conservative advocacy group put out a report claiming that eight Iowa counties have more voter registrations than citizens old enough to register, which was complete, was, was false, completely false. So not a shred of truth there. And then you have right-wing uh, internet personalities, Charlie Kirk, who has like 15 million followers, and uh, your favorite, your faves, Sean Hannity. Uh-huh. Uh, they retweeted that um, post. and So you're saying that... Sean Hannity is part of the disinformation campaign. Over 40,000 people. And you know, when you, that's a good point you bring up because it's it's been documented many times. Even our president is retweeting known conspiracy theories. Yeah. I always, you know what I love is I see like a, where he retweets something and it says tweet unavailable. (laughs) Like it's been removed either by Twitter or by the the person who posted it. Cause so why they can't handle the heat? Why why is this happening though? Why do we have Americans working on behalf of the interest of Russia? I wouldn't say it's when, about when you keep climbing. I think you have to keep climbing what, the ladder. Why, why right? What, back up a little bit. I wouldn't say it's for Russia. I think some of these, you know, and I think uh, like alt right. I'll, I'll say alt right um, groups and people. 
um, are really, they use this to suppress voting. So this is a way that they win the elections. So they stay in power. power. But, and why do you think, so these people who are power hungry, there's a question you have to ask yourself. Why do they back the Republican party? Because they give tax breaks to the wealthy. It all comes back to money. Money, 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 money. It really, money. it really does come back to money, and this is why I go back to and Bernie. Power. If I go back to Bernie Sanders, knowing all this, all of his, I'm not trying to like even Democrats. Okay, not just Bernie Sanders, but uh, the Democrats are more about putting the power into the people's hands, just based on their policy, Dude, just in general. People. And the Republicans, they claim, oh, let's get government out of your lives. You don't need government in your life. And like to people who are, you know, uh, they're hunkering down there in Alabama. They've got uh, a bunch of acres and, a, you know, a, a farm and the shotgun. To them, that sounds great. I don't want government in my life. But, you know, the government in our lives isn't a bad thing necessarily. It really isn't. And in fact, the government I mean, in our lives can actually be a good thing if it's it done could all, properly. It could also be bad, right? Like go go to the DMV. Everyone always compares oh, that. You know what? That's the, 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 I'm just saying but, but they like, always compare that. Like, have you been to the DMV? Do you want that kind of system for healthcare? Like, here, here's what I say to that. I mean, the DMV used to be hell, but to be honest, the way they've finally adapted online, you could do most of it on the internet. Not a big deal as long as it's administered properly. It can all work fine. And if you look at other countries and how they do things, but anyways, that's like getting opening up the, the rabbit hole into policy and all that bullshit. But what I really don't like about this disinformation campaign is uh, Facebook. I mean, this Mark Zuckerberg, the CEO of Facebook, he's been having closed door on off the record meetings with uh, DJT. And some people are saying that, uh, I mean, there might be some sort of a pact between these two. I mean, Facebook what? has publicly said. I think this is disinformation. I'm that saying you're, that you're some saying people like a, are saying. You're like the liberal Alex Jones right now. Okay, well, then prove me wrong right now, because this is what I've, I've just read. Go ahead. What, what, what have I said is inaccurate? I'd like There's, to correct They have me. a pact? They have had. There are many meetings that they have had. And you said they had a secret pact. That's where you went off the rails to me. Okay, fair enough. I want proof. That's okay, fair enough. What are they fucking like blood brothers? Like they sliced <laughs> each other's hands and shook? Like what kind of secret pact is this? I I don't know. I don't know. But that, that okay, they're having off the record meetings. Does that not seem weird to you? That's happening. I think I honestly I think uh Good old Zuck has off the record meetings with a bunch of different people. And here's here's the thing, Facebook versus Twitter. So Twitter doesn't allow political ads because they've realized they can't police misinformation. Facebook is has said, hey, post whatever the fuck you want. So I don't know. And Mark Zuckerberg is constantly meeting with Trump. Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter, is not. I don't know, man. I'm just saying. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to start a conspiracy theory, but that's just what I know so far. You know, uh, Twitter really, that's the way you should play it, right? Like no ads. Although I wonder if I've, if I seen a Bloomberg ad on Blumberg Twitter, I feel like I have, <laughs> have you? It's probably infiltrated everything. No, I mean, I don't know. They don't allow political ads on Twitter. There's no way. If you did see it, it must've been 
not, not, not supposed promoted. to be there. Not, uh, yeah, I mean, like, candidates are on there. Yeah, right. you can, candidates can be, but they don't run ads. You can't use their ad platform. Oh, you can't like have you a can't target ad. people. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. So if you got that, it was organic. Yeah. Through well, that's the, that's the other part with all of this is yeah, uh, and uh, we touched on it briefly, but in 2016 it was paid advertisement. Uh, it's disinformation has now evolved to where um, and and Bloomberg is actually in the hot seat for this. He's paying. Uh, social media, famous social media person, persons, uh, money to make his post viral, right? His, his ad well, viral influencers, influencers, now, organically. They'll make this sound bad though, because it is bad. A lot of companies do this, like this bullshit. We could hire a, an influencer to post about Who's our an show. Influencer. I don't fucking care. No. Yeah, me neither. I don't but know. But there either. are people out there either. who are influenced. We're one of them. Okay, how about that? We're, we're we, not. we can pay ourselves to post about this show. If you want to be, if you want to have, you know, a couple hundred people influenced, please reach out to us. <laughs> if you want literally tens of a dozens of people to know about your business, reach just out. reach out. Yeah, it's news right. to us at Adobe dot com. We charge two hundred fifty thousand dollars post. <laughs> <laughs> so those are our rates, Wait, non negotiable. Okay, should, we should be reaching out to Bloomberg. What are we doing? Come on, Bloomberg. We should be like, hey, do you want us to influence uh, some things for you? Let us tinker with your election. <laughs> <laughs> election tinkerers. Let's start a business called Election Tinkerers. It's about as good as as. Uh, You'll find Fraud out. guarantee. We're uh, <laughs> election tinkerers. A little, a little tweak here, a little tinker Let's there. Little, let us tinker with your election. <laughs> I don't know, like, Just a little bit. Tinker is so funny. Anyways, uh, what is Facebook doing to stop misinformation? Well, it was interesting. Because so- let's, be, let's be fair, because they say they are trying to stop the misinformation. So Facebook has done some things uh, to stop misinformation. Um, they now use third-party fact-checkers um, for uh, to review some of the viral political posts. Um, people are arguing that it's not enough because there's 2 billion <laughs> users. B- 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 billion. billion. Uh, it also labels pages and ads from media outlets it considers to be state-controlled. Uh, it spends money to fund protection for political campaigns from cyber attacks, among other measures. And uh, they're you hear like every few months of them kicking accounts. Um, just recently, uh, earlier this month, they uh, uh, took down dozens of accounts linked to Iran and 80 linked to Russia that attempted to manipulate users. So dozens and eight. So, you, so this was dozens linked to Iran, but this is and then 80 linked to Russia. So that was 92. Okay. So 92. Okay. And you just said 2 billion users. So they took down 92 accounts. What what's the percentage on that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna get the calculator. <laughs> Beep, boop, 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 boop. So thanks, Facebook. It's less than one percent. Uh should I should we look this up? Where's uh let's see. Oh, it's old school caster. Oh god, fuck you, redo so it. You said uh, how many counts? Ninety seven? Two. Two billion? How many zeros are in billion? Can you help me count the zeros? Eight. Eight zeros? Okay, here, hang on. A I second. don't know if that's that's not oh, right. help me out. There's no commas on this. One, two, three, six, seven, eight, nine. I'm going to do nine. Does that make sense? Nine. 
Are there nine uh, zeros in a in a billion? Sure. Yeah, I think there are. Okay, let me okay. Uh, let me go ahead and uh, calculate this here. Uh, where's my? Okay, that's an error because I have. And I'm out of receipt paper almost. Let me uh, turn that new. Point zero 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 zero. This it's going off the calculator. Point zero 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 four eight five percent. Thanks, mm. Facebook. E. You guys are great. Thanks, so we appreciate that. That's awkward. Well, shame, shame. Yeah, U.S. Shame. Senator Michael Bennett uh, from Colorado uh, today sent a letter to Zuck, uh, and he called out Facebook for its inadequate efforts so far to stop manipulated media campaigns. If he were, you know, maybe we should be on this campaign. That way, we can say point zero 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 four eight five percent. Hmm. Yeah, because it really is nothing. Okay, you're just trying to make it sound like it does. Anyways, so, I don't know. We've got all these bad actors in place. Who's the worst, Eddie? Who's the worst? Who's the worst person uh, on this front? Well, you know, this is all roads lead to Putin. Shooting, tooting, Putin. Shooting, tooting, Putin. And, you know, this, this information keeps coming out about how Election, election interference is being driven by Russia and how Putin wants DJT to be elected and how Putin wants Bernie Sanders to be elected. And some reporters actually did confront both of these two, both of these two on uh, on, on the matter. And you want to hear what they had to say? I do. OK, you want to start with uh, Trump or Bernie? Let's start with DJT so we can uh, rinse our senses with Bernie. OK, here's what uh, Trump had to say about so he's at a recent rally. Okay, this is the setting. Of course, he's. By the way, it's a rally here, wasn't it? Yeah, a rally that here he had in Colorado. here in Colorado. And by the way, the numbers that they reported on this rally were just fucking ridiculous. There's no way they were correct. They said seventy thousand people showed up. Holy crap! Uh, there's no way, right? That's as big as uh, Mile High Stadium. There's no fucking way. Anyways. Just knowing that's a lie. They did not say it's empty. I heard on the radio this morning and I oh. was like, what? No. Anyways. So here is a DJT at this rally. And by the way, also a quick other side bar real quick. Have you noticed during these Trump rallies, they're now putting people of color behind Trump instead of white people. Have I noticed? So no, look, look for it. Look for it now. They've been doing that. It's like the a whole time. It's like a sea of people of color behind him. Oh, it's not just the rain. No, not like, just not just one black guy. It's a, it's have a, you noticed that like at some of his rallies, it was the same black guy, like yeah. all over the country, it's the same guy. <laughs> yes. But now, like, like they pay this guy to travel with DJT so he can stand behind him. There's somebody then like they, there, there's somebody in his campaign. Going, uh, you're, you're Asian. Uh, you're Mexican. Uh, you go behind special seating for you. No, I've heard reports where they post on Craigslist. They're looking. You know, they we'll pay, pay you. We pay like, you know, a hundred bucks or whatever to come stand at this oh, thing. Anyways, total, total sidebar. So back to where we were. So here is Trump, Trump, Trump commenting on the intelligence report that we talked about earlier, saying that Russia is trying to get him elected. All right, here we go. They said today that Putin wants to be sure that Trump gets elected. Here we go. Again. 
Here we go again. I fucking hate how he talks about himself in the third person. I know. Like, fuck you, man. I was told that was happening. I, I was told a week ago. They said, you know, they're trying to start a rumor. It's disinformation. He was told, it's disinformation. And now he is throwing, here he is throwing around these keywords. He is, as much as I fucking hate this guy, he is brilliant at uh, propaganda. <gasps> or oh, somebody is fucking. And it, Brad Parscales. He might be a savant at this. I don't even think he's doing it on purpose. No, nah, it's Brad Parscales. That's the only thing they're good at. They're not good at anything else. They get nothing done. Do nothing, Democrats. Dish- that Putin wants to make sure I get elected. Listen to this. So doesn't he want to see who the Democrats going to be? Wouldn't he rather have, let's say, Bernie? Wouldn't he rather have Bernie who honeymooned in Moscow? So now if we break down his entire point, he took uh, fifth, 35 seconds to get the point that uh, Putin would rather have Bernie Sanders elected because Bernie Sanders happened to have a honeymoon in Moscow. Mm. Meanwhile, Donald Trump has business interests in Moscow, including Trump Tower and P-tape. a lot of business ties, P-tape, a lot of business ties with Putin himself. But no, the, he would rather have, you know, Putin's a nice guy. He'd rather have somebody elected who happened to spend a romantic evening in his city. What kind of a fucking argument is this? You know, I told you last week that, like, I've noticed, like, DJT and you have Steve Bannon talking about how Bernie's a bigger threat. And then we've come to find out Russia's per- pushing this, too. I'm telling you, they're working in coordination. The Russians and the Republicans are w- working in coordination. I believe you're correct. And now I have gone full liberal Alex Jones. I don't care. Well, we can do. We can. You can have your opinion here, as long as we say it's your opinion. It's my opinion. Here's Bernie's reaction. It's my observation. Now, here's Bernie's reaction to Bernie Sanders' reaction to the same news. Same news, saying that Bernie may be uh, benefiting benefit, from Russia, yes. interfering in he, the election. Here's how he reacted. Let's see what he had to say. Mr. Putin is a thug. Uh, he is an autocrat. He may be a friend of Donald Trump's. He's not a friend of mine. Let me tell Mr. Putin, the American people, whether you're Republicans, Democrats, Independents, are sick and tired of seeing Russia and other countries interfering in our elections. The intelligence community has been very clear about it. Whether Trump recognizes it or not, or acknowledges it or not, they did interfere in 2016. The intelligence community is telling us they are interfering in this campaign right now, in 2020. And when I say to Mr. Putin, if elected president, trust me, you are not going to be interfering in American elections. So go you know, ahead, go ahead know, and help them all you want. You know what I like? Uh, you know, just going back to our business that we just created, um, election tinkering. Yeah. Tink, <laughs> yeah. I feel like Bernie should have, or, you know, any, any candidate besides DJT. DJT has chopper talk. I think a Democratic candidate should have plain talk. Well, they talk plainly. In front of a plane. <laughs> I like it. Election tinkering. Yeah. Well, we do have to break real quick. When we come back, we have to continue on this topic. We can't stop because we it, can't stop. It, it goes on. So when we come back, we have to get to some stuff we said we get to. So there were hackers that actually did try to hack our election through a simulation. We'll tell you exactly how they did it on election day. Imagine this on November 2nd, 
how could how could our elections be stolen? We'll tell you exactly. And uh, and what else? We're going to talk how about, to spot the disinformation, right? Yeah, we're, sorry. Yeah, what you, you need to do when you're uh, perusing social media to okay. spot disinformation. Yes. Okay, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Perusing. Perusing with the tinkerers. The show you're listening to is it's news to us live on Adobe Radio. We now continue on our uh, our topic here, which is taking up way more time than we thought. So if we don't get to the rest of the stories, we'll get to them at some point. But this is just too important. Election disinformation. So how to spot disinformation during this election cycle? Because as we as we go up to November 2nd, we've been warned by all the intelligence committees, by the communities that, well, we are under attack. Disinformation is going on right now. How do, on social media, especially, I know that our, our audience loves to be on social media. So how do you, how do you spot this shit? How do you know that aunt uh, Jackie is, is sharing something that's false? Well, you know, um, you have to uh, recognize that the creators of these, this disinformation campaign, they purposely make a, memes and posts that are designed to trigger an emotional response um, from your aunt Jackie or from you yourself. Um, so you find yourself having uh, uh, those reactions that they're, you know, they, I mean, it's all mind games. Like they're, they're I mean, but isn't this part of the whole thing of memes? Shouldn't you have an emotional response or are you saying that if you have one around a political issue, you should be cautious of it? Yes. So like if somebody posts, maybe, you know, they're trying to abort children who are two years old. Uh, you should maybe stop and think about that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Or if there's more registered people to vote than there are actually in the county. Like, that's a perfect example, right? Like, it's scary what's been going on. Yeah. People just take that on face value and they're like, oh my God, how can they, this happen? I thought this couldn't happen. Well, it can't. That's the truth, right? Like use if, common sense. If something doesn't feel right, then maybe trust your gut a little bit and don't just blindly follow these assholes. You are an individual. Educate yourself. You are your own being. Like, I mean, it goes back these to fucking people. It, it goes back to, you know, if, if your friend tells you to jump off a bridge, do you do it? That old thing it yeah. still rings true. Right. It's just, it's digital now. So a couple of things when you see, um, a post that uh, creates an emotional response in you. You you have to to look at uh, who created this this post. Who it came from? Who it came so from? If it's a business, a person, right? Where did this post come from? I think the most important thing is is like don't just blindly accept anything you see as as fact. Well, and you go so quick through your feeds. You know, you just click like or re- retweet or, you know, share or whatever you're hitting. Like, people, people get the slow down. You cannot get the full story in a two sentence meme. You can't. Can't. can't or do even it. a half a sentence. Not a, going to a do fragment it. sentence. Or a picture. You can't. Can't do it. It just doesn't work that way. So if you're, if something like triggers you, look into it. Just look into it. Just, the, I mean, that's the bottom line, right? Like, look into 
where that post came from. I mean, that's all you can. I mean, I, you know, I it, I feel like the audience that listens to the show is way smarter than this. Maybe like uh, insulting their intelligence with this, but you know, maybe, maybe it, this is like grandma. Maybe they need out there. Maybe they need to tell their grandmas. Okay, their grandpa. That's a better way to frame it, right? It's, like it's not help like, your family out. Here's how you can help your family. Right. Here's how you can help the ones you love. I mean, this is not like we we know that you're if you're listening to the show at this point, then you're obviously you know you're tech savvy. You're you're in the know. You know what's up. Yeah, but you know, but so those, smart those, people. Those are good points, and but so, you, when you do, yeah. like, don't you don't have to get in an argument, like, right? Like you hear all the time that like families are breaking up, right? You know, they're, they stop talking to each other. Like life's too short for that bullshit. Like, yeah, no, still love each other, but you can show them, like, hey, this is wrong. Here's the real thing. You know, here's the truth. Like maybe, just maybe truth does matter and they just need to help seeing the truth so you can help 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 your family out look and, at it as an opportunity and almost, not to confront i but see to inform. i see a lot of these people like our, our loved ones who are a part of this as victims too like they're being conned they're like yeah it's like falling for a pyramid scheme uh or uh which you almost got in you did get into remember several <laughs> And I had to tell you multiple times to get out. I'm at the very top. I had to tell you to get out multiple times. I own three Mercedes. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, but what were we talking about? Well, oh, yeah. Go ahead. You got. They're being conned. Yeah. Right. Like. Well. And, this is a con. Okay, but on, on, this is why our election is completely under attack, though. So we have that front, and then also this as well. This is a very important show, I feel like. This is like a very special episode, if it's news to us. Because, you know, so we, we talked earlier about Putin wanting to get uh, Trump elected and also Bernie. Why is he putting that out there to begin with? Well, it all comes down to wanting to sow chaos into our election system and make everybody feel like make everybody get that uneasy feeling and, and like, Oh, you know, maybe America's elections aren't free. And maybe there's somebody out there who is trying to interfere. And maybe I should be more concerned than I really am. And should I even vote? Does it matter? Like that's what they're trying to make everybody feel like. And that's what Republicans want. Again, they are aligned. Right, that is correct. If they're not, if they're that's not just corroborating. Based on a fact we've seen because we have Moscow Mitch uh, knocking down election security bill after election security bill. He would not let these things reach the Senate floor. If they're not work, if Russia and Republicans are not working together, they are certainly certainly aligned for the same end result. Exactly. So it's, I mean, it's all about chaos. So we have we have that to worry about on the misinformation front, but also. What is really scary is just basic hacking, basic hacking. So this is really fucking scary. So a team of hackers, this is what could happen on election day, like just hypothetically. So they ran this simulation and, and so this team of hackers, they like met in this hotel room with their computers and they kind of like figured out what systems they could hack into, which they could disable in the United States and how they could interfere on November Second or our election day is it November second? Well, the first is it the first Tuesday? But when is it? What election day? Presidential election? Mm, off the November fifth. 
Okay, I don't know why I keep saying second. I don't know. Anyways, so no- November 5th, when it happens, election day, people... Third, November 3rd. Okay, November 3rd. So... <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. So these hackers, they, they figured out that they can actually hack that day. This day could be like a 9-11 of hacking, essentially. So here's what happened. Okay, listen to this. This team of hackers... So they began by hacking into Uber, the Uber app, and they made a steep spike in demand for cars. So that way all Ubers were immobile. You may think, big deal. Next, they get into Google Maps. Now, this is a team of professional hackers doing this. They ran a simulation. Next, they got into Google Maps, and they made it look like the roads are more congested than they really were. So when, they, when somebody types in the, the polling place, on November 3rd, on the, like from my home to the polling place, it's just going to take you two hours. To get, you're not going to go. Next, they spread a false rumor to local news stations by bombarding these local news stations, saying that a Democrat candidate had just suffered a heart attack. So that's sort more chaos over there. Next, they generated social media accounts. In fact, they had these already made. And they said during the in these social media accounts that looked real, that at the polling places, they were frisking black men at the polls. Stop and frisk at the polls if you're black. Don't go over black. You have black people posting about this, scaring people. Next, municipal social media accounts were hacked, spreading disinformation about uh, where the polling places were. Maybe they moved or something. People are in chaos. Then they took over the traffic lights. They brought cars to a standstill in voting districts. And then... After that, uh, you know, of course, this this is a lot of disruption already. People don't want to go out to the polls. Like, what the hell's going on today? Traffic is going on. I'm going to get stopped and frisked. I'm going to get deported, maybe, if I go to the polls. Next, they overwhelmed the 911 system with false alarms for medical calls. And you know what? The firefighters and police have to respond to these, even if they're false. They don't know. And then, so that puts everybody in chaos there. And then they start calling them bomb threats. To all and active shooter reportings that are false in Democrat districts, so nobody wants to leave their houses. And they did that with like a team of like I don't know two dozen nerds. Uh, was that on Grand Theft Auto Five? <laughs> this is so it was an actual simulation that was done. So this group of hackers got together for this uh, agency and uh, and and they ran this simulation and they said this would be real easy to do. We could do this easy. If, if Russia isn't doing this, they're stupid. I mean, Russia uh, is into our electrical grid, uh, so they could just shut down all the power. That was so we didn't get to all the nitty gritty on this, but also um, in the simulation, they did start to disrupt our our cell phone network and our electrical and power. It's scary how vulnerable we really are. And I mean, if you look at, uh, I, I mean, there's every year I feel like I read a story about how a 12 year old can hack into our election machine. <laughs> I know a 12 year old in like five minutes. So with all this doom and gloom, I really think that like the, are only- we do- wait, what? are we playing into Putin's hand right now? Are we no scaring people from voting? Here's the thing. Just fucking vote. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because the only thing we have is, uh, there, there's strength and truth in numbers. So vote early. Uh, sure. I, there, who knows what the fuck they could do there, but do the mail in ballot if you can and, uh, check your voter registration right now. Uh, make sure that you're registered to vote. I going to make sure that everybody's registered to vote before 
November 3rd, we now learned. So everybody make sure you register to vote and um, do it early. That's really the best thing you can do. It, pretty much everybody has mail-in, right? Yeah. So don't, oh, I mean, no, that's not true. That's not true. Wait, that is not true. We're, we're fortunate to live in Colorado. Okay. Well, if you have mail-in ballots where you live, do that. I mean, if we have can, to go we, to the polls. We can register the same day as the election to vote. Some states, you have to register more than a month in advance to vote. Because oh if you God. don't, then you're not able to vote. So be up on, the, on, on your local laws. And also, I want to throw this out there. Uh, I did hear that Lyft, this is not a paid advertisement, but Lyft, the, the, the ride sharing service will give people free rides to the polls on election day. So take advantage of that, too. We'll be right back. All right, man, that's uh, we've never had a topic that just became a monster like that before. It consumed but us. That was that was good though because I felt like we had to get to all the aspects of that topic. A lot of times we'll have topics and we'll um, kind of skim through them for time, but I don't. I didn't we, didn't like even, we, could, we couldn't that time. We could go more. Like I have so we much could. more to go into that. That's gonna have to be an ongoing theme. But uh, as as we uh, wrap up the show, we have to get to the the other items. Real quick though, Eddie. About. Yes. Why does my mic smell like vanilla? The fuck. And now news that shouldn't be news. There is a new California bill that is really making porn stars um, go limp. This one is asking that porn stars get uh, not to dick printed, but fingerprinted. And this is outraging the adult industry. You'd think that, you know, so, so basically there's this law that's being proposed by Democrats of all people. This is usually a conservative type thing, but uh, Democrats, they're out of their goddamn minds. And they're saying, according to AB 2389 of this proposal, adult performers would have to pay for and complete training and on top of that, uh, they would have to be fingerprinted. Why would they have every to be two years? We don't know, but they put this in the bill. No, we and do. The adult industry is freaking out. They provide fingerprints so they can go through a background check to get a license. So it's all about licensing. Yeah, they I think want it's these to combat um, human trafficking. Tra- yeah, exactly. But the adult, and you're opposing this. Adult performers are saying that this is going too far. Here's what Alana Evans says. Now, I'm not an adult performer. I can barely perform my personal life. But you, you, uh, you like Alana Evans. So what'd she say? Now, is that a dude? Here's what the, here's what Alana says. I don't know. Here's what Zim he or she says. This criminalizes us. That's absolutely what it does. This Wait, is how? Alana Evans, the president of the Adult Performers Actors Guild. She says that uh, she's being criminalized because so basically, so what what is happening is they are putting themselves in the system, even though they weren't arrested. And there's also privacy concerns as well, because uh, a lot of times these performers don't want to have their personal information out there. So if they're fingerprinted and they have to go through this licensing thing, the bulk of the adult industry thinks that this is one step too far. Aren't they? Do they have to be licensed currently? You know, there's no licensing. No, okay. I have no idea. You show up and here's 300 bucks. We throw at you. And that's all it is. Mm. 
So there, there's a whole union of uh, adult entertainment performers, and they're opposing this. They're saying, no, no, we can't have this happen. Um, but they, they're still trying to push this through. They're saying, maybe we can remove the fingerprinting thing, but we want people who are uh, in the industry to report things. Like uh, They want to try to regulate the porn industry a little bit more. So it, So this, to me does i don't know maybe there's some good intention behind this but i think if if the if the democrats behind this really want to help regulate the industry which maybe it does need regulation maybe they heard from constituents that needs regulation maybe they should rework this one it's kind of what i'm thinking like talk to talk to people who are in the industry get their opinions on it well this is how negotiations work right like you go you reach. You reach too far. Yeah. Your initial uh, bid, if you will. Yes. Uh, and then you you can walk back to a more neutral position, but still accomplish what your ultimate goal was. Yeah. Yeah. And I think some of these intentions are in the in the right place. Like they want to stop the human tra- trafficking. Nobody can argue against that. But uh, when we're, we're we're kind of violating some workers' rights in this in this. Uh, I mean, do you current- think do you think uh, actors actresses and actors are being exploited currently from I don't know are they production companies or I don't know how the porn industries uh, uh, apparently that's a problem I don't know if I think anything but I, apparently if, why would you don't they, know if you think anything I don't know if I think you anything <laughs> what you asked me if I think I mean like do I think I can't answer that okay next I, I, do you know <laughs> the fuck and now, news that shouldn't be news. Since we only have a couple of minutes left here, real quick. Quickly, quickly. Yes, quickly. Uh, 51% of employers still judge job applicants based on their appearance. This is according to a new survey. So uh, if they have various tattoos, if they wear their clothes weird, if they're not hot. Jason, I know you hire a lot of people for your job. If somebody comes in unprepared, uh, how do you feel? Unprepared? Unprepared prof- appearance-wise. Like if they're like their clothes are dirty and they stink or they're just not good looking. So uh, they have a suit on, but they're missing their front I, teeth. Yeah. I, I don't. Or that they have like one eye. <laughs> no, I, you, I, you, I don't, don't, you don't judge people based on their looks. I, I, well, if they're like, if they, if they haven't showered and their clothes are dirty, then I know that they're not taking this job seriously. Respondents in the survey said that they cannot look beyond an interviewee's physical appearance, even if they appear to be more capable of excelling in the job that they're applying for. Uh, so I don't say you have that. two candidates, a really hot uh, chick versus uh, this frumpy looking guy. And they're, they have equal qualifications. Who do you go for? And they were, they're both applying for a front desk job. You, I don't know. How do you pick? They're equally qualified. At that point, you go for the the person who's better looking. uh, Coin flip. (laughs) Oh, bullshit. Bullshit. That's absolutely bullshit. No, no, I would go for the frumpy guy. Bullshit. No. Why? So now you have a bias against hot people. (laughs) Less likely for me to get in trouble. Oh, my God. Okay, Harvey Weinstein. (laughs) That was a joke. Uh, all right. Let's, just, let's end it there. What would you do? Let's just end it there. No, no, no. I had answer. You answer. Um, Rumpy w- guy, hot chick. 
I both equally qualified. <laughs> like, fuck you. That's never happened. So I never had to deal with it. You can't win that scenario. So I'd resign immediately from my position. <laughs> that coin flip. Yeah. We'll be back next time. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it very much, Tim Apple.